You're listening to the Canterbury Mornings Podcast with John McDonald from Newstalk ZB. And when Christopher Luxon became leader of the National Party, he was touted by some as the new John Key, wasn't he? And as we know, like uh, Christopher Luxon, John Key grew up in Christchurch. Luxon was middle class. Key, though, he was on the other side of the tracks growing up in a state house in Burnside. A lot has been made of that over the years still. <laughs> uh, it wasn't enough to stop John Key's government selling off hundreds of uh, state houses, about 2,500 of them sold off by National, wasn't there, back in the day? Now, the place John Key grew up in, the state house, it was one of those classic state houses, you know, good bones. That's what people say all the time about those places, don't they? And quite often they would be three or four bedroom. You know, the, the sort of places I'm talking about. But a lot of them were sold. And actually these days, uh, there aren't that many state housing tenants who actually need a three or four bedroom place. And so the old housing New Zealand, which is known these days as Kayanga Order, has been building more modern places, more modern and smaller than the old state houses. And one of the places they're building in Christchurch is in Hallsville, which has brushed off some of the locals big time because nothing was said to them. Nothing said to them about it until work was about to begin. Uh, they assumed it was a private development that was going on, and then they found out what was actually happening when a leaflet from Kayunga Order ended up in the letterboxes saying that work was about to begin. Exciting times for Hallswell. And the people in Hallswell are saying that Kayunga Order is being sneaky. Uh, and it's being sneaky because they think it doesn't want people kicking up a fuss before they get on with building these places. And, you know, under the council planning rules... Kayanga order doesn't have to say peep, squeak, whatever the word is. Doesn't have to say a thing. No consultation required. And just to highlight how how nutbar that is, you know, there are people who have bought a place across the road from us and have pulled the house down to build a new home on the section. They had to come to us with their plans and get us to sign a whole lot of paperwork for the council because they needed approval from us. What do you, why do you think they needed approval from us? Uh, because their design includes a veranda that goes right around the house and so the roof's going to have to extend over the veranda, which means it's bigger than it should be on the site. And they can only do it if they get the neighbour's approval, if, only if the neighbours are happy with it. And just to be clear, as far as I can work out, this new house is going to have zero impact on us from a design or construction viewpoint. Nevertheless, these people still had to come to us and tell about tell us about it and get our sign-off. But at the same time, you've got Kayanga Order allowed to build state housing developments when and where it wants without talking to the neighbours at all. Yeah, if it was them building across the road from us, uh, not the people who've bought the place to build a new home, we wouldn't have heard a thing about it. And the explanation, of course, for this stark contrast in approaches between you know the people over the road needing our permission to build their veranda and Kayanga Order being able to build state houses where it wants without any consultation is the fact that the council planning rules are only focused on the structures on a property, nothing to do with who might end up living there. I mean, maybe the very nice people building across the road, they might turn out to be nightmare neighbours, who knows? I'm willing to put money on them, not. But you see, I'm not jumping to any conclusions about that. But when it comes to state houses, we seem to think completely differently, don't we? We jump to conclusions that anyone living in a Kayanga order property is going to be bad news. And I say we, did you pick that up? I say we, because I reckon that if, if I'm completely honest here, 
I reckon I would be the same as the people in Hallswell who are upset that they weren't told about Kayinga order building in their neck of the woods. And of course I would be just as guilty as the next person of making grand assumptions about what it's like having state housing tenants in the area. Which I would also be first to admit wasn't based on anything other than grand assumptions because I have never lived in a state house and I've never lived near state housing. Which is why I got in touch with um, a mate this morning who does have Kayinga order tenants in his street, right across the road actually. I texted him about it, and here's what he said about his experience. I'm going to to read you his response. He said, quote, I'm enjoying the feeling that there are people across the road living lives that could have probably taken much worse turns but are now housed in comfort on a nice, quiet street. He said, I also enjoy sending positivity their way through taking responsibility for my own prejudices towards the tenants. And he goes on in his message to say, so far we've only heard noise from one of the new tenants, who had a spate of arguments from a rocky relationship with someone, but they never went too late and they seem to have settled down for now. And this mate of mine continues in his message. He says there's been plenty of support from Kayanga Order and police, and as I believe human nature prevents us from drawing strangers into the difficult lives, into the difficulties of our lives, it's a great lesson in not adding fuel to others' fires. And he finished up his message saying, The way I see it, it's a necessary service that brings life to a dull middle class neighbourhood. End of quote. So that's what someone who lives right across the road from a block of Kayinga Order Properties has to say. For more from Canterbury Mornings with John McDonald, listen live to News Talks at B Christchurch from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.